I could eat a page for hours. Please. Kiss me. Greetings and salutations. This is Cage's Kiss, the ultimate cage cast. We discuss each of the National Treasure's cinematic masterpieces and his life. We also try to glean whatever kernels of wisdom that we can from his character that week. And I'm a high-powered Wall Street type, or Adrian. Wow. My name is Linda Castro, but you can call me the cheese. In fact, this week, I think I'm a, a nice family cheese, like a, like an American craft single or something like that. Yeah. That yeah, is yeah. not even cheese. You're just processed shit. She's <laughs> a nut love. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the jizz Santa. Ooh. Ooh. What? <laughs> You've been to meet the jizz I'm combining Halloween ghosty goo with Christmas. It's the thing you never see coming. Speaking of Christmas, can I get some? Uh, can I get some Charlie Brown Christmas music from you two? You see, kids, it's Christmas Eve, and Cage is a high-powered food critic who has just entered a Denny's. Don Cheadle is right ahead of him. But this is one of those Denny's, so they try to make him pay in advance, because he's black and it's one of those Denny's. But Cage steps in and claims that Cheetah was with him, so they both get seated. But Cage can't get over how crap his Grand Slam is. Cheetah knows Cage needs a valuable life lesson, and in true Christmas Carol style, Cage magically becomes a Denny's cook and must learn to humble himself. On free Grand Slam Day, cooking not one but thousands of slams for a long line of cheap customers. And that's why this week's movie is called The Slamily Man. Wow, that's a lot of slamming. <laughs> it's hard. Jeez, John Cheadle, that's a lot of man slamming. <laughs> that's a cheddar. It truly was. A grand slam. (laughs) (laughs) You'll wish you were gagging on Denny's because this was The Family Man from 2000 by the Brett Ratner. Yeah. Um, I, um... I I have a a little PSA slash uh, announcement. Well, Cage learned a valuable lesson, so there's no reason why the rest of us shouldn't. Okay, so... My name is Linda Castro, and sometimes... I like, I like rom-coms. Oh, what? <laughs> and uh, I, I will not be taking any questions at this time, as I would like to focus on uh, strengthening the relationship between me and my family and uh, working toward their forgiveness. And I appreciate, uh, I, I appreciate your discretion. Uh, and uh, dog bless, Cage's Kiss. Thank you. It's okay. We know not to trust someone that bleeds for days and doesn't die. So let's talk about this movie. Oh uh, well, this movie opened on December twenty second of two thousand. It's a and Christmas movie. It somehow cost sixty million dollars. I don't know how. What? Well, probably because they shot in Manhattan with the Union crew. Um, mm-hmm. It also somehow grossed one hundred and twenty four point seven million. Uh, it opened at number four behind Cast Away, What oh. Women Want, and Jesus. How the Grinch Stole Christmas in its sixth week with, with Jim Carrey. 
God it was damn. all that uh, the fake snow that cost up. Uh, that that mu- that, they they, got, they they brought back the mashed potatoes uh, from Trapped in Paradise, no doubt. Um, now the good news is that this beat out Miss Congeniality and the Emperor's New Groove and Vertical Limit. Oops. Oh yeah, what the hell is Vertical Limit? You don't remember uh, the cliffhanger limit? type ripoff, like oh. mountain climbing and shit. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. extreme ops, except you know the the same. You know, yeah, yeah. I never saw either movie. I'm going to admit that yeah. right now. It's, it's exactly but the same. Yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. like a bowling ball, but not at all. Yes, got it. Well, you know, it's, it's as like... if the world was round, but it's not. Some people, uh, <laughs> it's flat and hollow. This, this movie is kind of standard. It's kind of workmanlike, but that's not really a big yeah. surprise. Cause it is by Brett Ratner. Uh, and, and Brett Ratner started out doing a couple of Chris Tucker movies. You guys remember Chris Tucker? Yeah. He was alive. Yeah. He did that uh, inferior remake of Manhunter that had Edward Norton. Uh, he made oh, that Pierce Brosnan yeah. movie that nobody saw. Uh, he did an X-Men thingy. Uh, he did some kind of Eddie Murphy movie about towers. <laughs> and uh, in the end, he made a pretty good Dwayne Johnson movie where he's got this beard. Chris Ooh. Tucker, movie fucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris Tucker. Oh, that dog. <laughs> uh movie is decent like looking but that's because it was shot by veteran cinematographer dante spinati who uh-huh. shot the actual Manhunter and hearts and armor and la confidential and the insider he's he's pretty good yeah i mean it is a step above the oxygen networks version but that's also because uh, this movie was a lot of oh, all i want for christmas <laughs> yeah, you, you, you get oxygen network movies you get lifetime movies and then way oh, the nice. fuck down there you get hallmark movies yeah <laughs> oh yeah the, I, I, i've seen a lot of hallmark movies because i was thinking about doing like a, a hallmark movie podcast we, we might need to get you some therapy though you might hate yes. yourself <laughs> yeah, most definitely I, at, at the gym i used to go to when i went to lacy anytime fitness sometimes that is what would be on the little eight inch tv that was on the treadmill and uh, I think I think after a while it's just like no fuck it I I don't I don't need cardio anymore uh, bye you know it's like wouldn't even change my clothes just get in that car and start you know well the podcast was really going to be about my slow descent into madness okay. <laughs> well, this is well, about you your know, nightmares you, you got to be trying a new prescription drug with each Hallmark movie though that's the only way it's going to work <laughs> because without the prescription drug you might actually do self harm. <laughs> This episode's brought to you by Celexa. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what opiates is, you damn kids. Get off the lawn. (laughs) I can't wait till my Xanax episode. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of Xanax episodes, uh, this movie is from a movie writing team. It's from David Diamond and David Weissman. The Davids. the Weiss. Davids, yeah. They wrote uh, Evolution uh, with David Duchovny, and they did uh, Old Dogs with uh, uh, Still Alive, uh, Robin Williams and John Travolta. Uh, and they did an hour-long TV thing called the Untitled David Diamond and David Weissman Project, which was also directed by Brett Ratner. I haven't really looked into it. There's very little information, and I don't care. I think they're hard-ons for naming a thing after themselves. 
I would like okay. to think that David Diamond is related to Dustin. Yeah, he almost certainly has to be. Yeah. He's got the same hair and everything. Diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> Diamonds everywhere. Uh, <laughs> most, most important of all, this movie has Don Cheadle. Other people might be in it, but Don Cheadle is in there. And you kind of wonder why he's in there, too. It's kind of like, this is really weird. This is like if Laurence Olivier showed up on Kids Incorporated or something. What's he doing? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Don Cheadle is like a month older than Cage. Um, His early films include stuff like Colors and Meteor Man. And uh, fuck you, Cowpokes, because he was in Boogie Nights. That's and, right. he, and he was in some Iron Man's and that uh, version of Crash from 2005 that had less sex in it. Oh, oh. that one. Yeah, that one. Less sex, and, but more racism. Oh, uh, you know, maybe, you know, like the, they were neck and neck. And then there was this other scene, you know, and yeah. Matt Dillon and Matt Dillon. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Rusty James. What? Rusty James. Rusty Don't James. go beating on people, Rusty James. <laughs> <laughs> A really cool dude. What the hell is going on over there? None of your business. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is that percussive genius I hear? Did Bonham come over? Is, is your cat mixing a drink? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, since she has now. opposable thumbs, yeah. <laughs> I want chicken. I want booze. <laughs> I want vodka. <laughs> I got trouble. Cage's character is named Jack Campbell in this one, just like that British sci-fi author that did that Lost Fleet series. Wow. No, it's a pretty generic name. So there's a bunch of famous people named Jack Campbell. Like there's some tennis players and politicians and shit. And Max people. Steel. Black and Steel. it has an amazing soundtrack because it was done by Danny Elfman. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I uh, had a little bitty note uh, about that. Yeah, no, it is it is by Danny Elfman, but it's one of those damn holiday movie scores, so it's got bells and shit in there. So yeah. it might as well have just ripped the whole score from one of the Home Alone sequels. Eat oh, a dick, every Christmas story. I'm, I'm not dissing Danny Elfman. There's too many people on the diss Danny Elfman train. Anyway, I'm just saying, like, this is beneath him. Well, um, he actually brought for uh, one of the the um, songs. He actually brought uh, back his uh, collaborator uh, Steve Bartek, and, and so he that brought really... sexy back. Hell yeah, he yeah. did. <laughs> That made did me so did, happy. did uh, Danny Elfman contribute to the song that Seal sings over the end credits? Oh my God! Okay, um, listeners, please do yourselves a favor. Uh, go to our. Um, should we put it on the website? No, I go to our what? Twitter account and oh. check out the video. I have to post the video for Seal's uh, uh, music video. Of, was it this could be heaven? The one where they throw him into the frame for many scenes of the movie yes. and have him singing to Solitary Cage. <laughs> He's just this a could creeper. Be heaven. <laughs> and so like um they they show uh Cage like playing with his daughter in their front yard and there's Seal just like watching them like a creeper. Yeah, for the fence, you know. <laughs> there's a scene where where uh nick cage's character and taylioni are uh talking uh just they're alone at a table and just catching up and it's got seal in the middle of them it's fucking amazing it, it actually made me laugh na, 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 not that good <laughs> 
Now I Nick laughed Cage so hard with new family. <laughs> go hit on this redhead. They call him the family man. <laughs> Solitary like a predator. And then the unsuspecting fall into his web. Garbage day! <laughs> <laughs> no! I gotta track it down before he kills again. Don Cheadle, Nicholas Cage, Tia Leone, the family man. Rated R. Starting with you as a The girl listening. Okay, so if uh, you're actually interested in the movie, it's... Um, uh, they keep saying in the commentaries and in the notes that... Uh, they were not going for an homage to "It's a Wonderful Life" or obviously, um, yeah, <laughs> it's or, just coincidental. Um, yeah, right. Um, or uh, I-, I thought it was very uh, a very Scrooge kind of story. But, well, no, um, yeah, it's a little bit the Christmas Carol. It's a little bit every Christmas thing ever, which is the thing most yeah. critics, uh, you know, sort of sort of faulted it for. You know, yeah. But, but it is it is very much uh, those things, and uh, but except for the fact that Cage didn't wasn't leading like um, a shitty life before. He was actually living a pretty damn good oh, life, holy and he crap. was an okay person. I've got I've got Trucker's Woman on, and I found the pizza frame. I actually had a lot of problems with this movie. <laughs> Um, I, I have, I have problems with this, like I do with, with most, uh, magical Christmas things. And it's not, it's not so much a fault of this movie as it is the fault of Hollywood and our society. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, not that you can let the movie off the hook, you know? No, but I mean, Nick Cage had a good life. He was happy with it. He's just kind of like, oh, hey, my ex I almost married called. Oh, well, whatever. She's probably cool. And then on top of it, you have in his alternate life, his wife who's doing pro bono lawyer work, and she's happy with it. He's kind of a dick. He uses emotional blackmail twice on her in this. <laughs> like, especially at the end where the whole thing is reversed. Instead of him going to New York and her going to the airport telling him, no, stop, please stay, play with my van. We have, have imaginary kids. kids. And, yeah, she's and have coffee with me. To freaking Paris. And he decides to use emotional blackmail, telling her all these details of a life they could have actually had. And oh, he lived is... with her. And she's like, you know, I think I will have coffee with you because, damn, that sounds really good. I don't this know how you know these things about me, but... That's kind of what I liked about it, though, is that, like, they didn't... Um, he, first of all, like, he, he had a damn good life before, and he wasn't, like, an asshole. He was just right, maybe, but... like, a little selfish and... Yeah. Uh, but he even says, like later, that she's the she's a much better person than he is, and that makes she him is. a better person. No, they, okay. So they, this no, this movie does dress it up a little bit better than a lot of them do. It's obviously better than shit like Trapped in Paradise. Um, oh god, oh god. Yeah. well yeah. But you know, because it's not it's not the crap fest that was. Brett Ratner actually has basic confidence. Um, but no, wait, but but uh, philosophically. It's it, it it's it's that it's that same flaw that you see in in all these Hollywood Christmas shits. It's this it's it's this idea that uh, that uh, uh, urban living is always somehow flawed and non-urban living is always mm. somehow superior, you know. And it, and it and and it it is the value that that happiness with children is the only real happiness and happiness without children is false. Yeah, it's what me and Lucille were talking about with this film. It's this whole genre of. 
it's poor people movies. It's to make you feel like being poor is actually you're happy because you could be rich and totally devoid well, yeah, no, of any yeah, happiness in your life. Yeah, no, that's why Christmas movies are a fucking wank fest. Like, oh, we're so grateful that that uh, this house isn't actually ours for 120 more payments. Financial success would only dampen our spirit. Yeah, but we don't know that, like, he ends up choosing, um, because you don't know if she, like, she stays for him, and you don't know if, like, he ends up choosing to leave his his job for her. I like to believe that they both fall into the fantasy of his delusion. They attempt to have children, but it turns out she's too old now, and she dies in childbirth. (laughs) Well, choosy people choose Jif, but... I kind of hope she didn't because, goddamn, she had a nice, independent life. She was a strong, yeah. independent uh, that woman. That was a really, really great uh, living space for Manhattan, by the way. That she no had. That shit. Was kind of, that was kind of epic. <laughs> it's like, damn, look at this room for all your antiques and shit. Holy fuck! Well, we got room for activities. <laughs> I mean, it's still possible that he went to Paris with her. But yeah. We'll What's never that mean? Know. Where you're from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, what were you uh, doing behind the dumpster the night? Oh, just going to Paris, you know. Oh, you make me sick, man. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking wealthy people. Fuck your 1%. <laughs> <laughs> fucking going to Paris. Fucking shitheads. <laughs> uh, so going I to Paris is illegal uh, in the United States. If you guys saw him, but uh, it had Robert Downey Jr. or Robert Downey Sr. Uh, in the role of the the man who owned the house when he goes back to the no, house. Oh, that's shit. what he looked like by 2000, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was Robert Downey Sr. So. Wait a minute, son. It sticks a little in third. <laughs> but, but Robert Robert Downey was, is a person in his own right, though. He was an actor-director in, this, in yeah. the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, he made a lot of. He awesome did Greaser's Palace, yeah, mm. and, and Putney Swope and stuff. And Actual person, Robert Downey. He also had <laughs> a, a a part to play in giving us all the treasure of Robert Downey Jr. That's Yay! right, star of the Pickup Artist and Gothica, and my oh, heart, and U.S. Marshals, <laughs> U.S. Marshals. Oh, you thought we forgot? Oh. <laughs> So Never uh, forget. the father-in-law, Kate's dad in this movie is uh, Harv Presnell. Hell the one yeah, who is. is Ponderosa for life. He was also the father-in-law in Fargo. Pretty yeah. similar role. Uh, he was born in 1933. He's dead. Um, he was in Paint Your Wagon and Bloodbath uh, back in the day. Uh, an episode of Alfred Hitchcock Presents. Uh, yeah. And John Travolta killed him in Face Off. Yeah, yeah. In real life. In real life. <laughs> Oh, and I guess uh, maybe we should mention um, the person who played um, Kate was uh, uh, T. Leoni. Um, She was Madam Secretary, and she used to be Mrs. David Duchovny from the (laughs) X-Files. And uh, but he likes sex too much, so they're not married no more. And um, she was Jenny Lerner in that Meteor movie. And she was in uh, Fun with Dick and Jane and Bad Boys, the end. Thank you for your report. <laughs> you're, you're welcome, t- teacher. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought she was pretty damn good. And she was also in uh, uh, Twin Peaks. You know, she, she, she was, uh, uh, she was, uh, she was pretty good. And if you ever wanted to see her veiled through a shower door naked, this is the movie to see her in. Which uh, we will she, be getting back she, to in my segment. Also kind of looks like Haley Joel Osment in a wig. 
What the it fuck? It would have been. I really think okay. it was. You can't unsee it now. So God damn welcome. it. <laughs> <laughs> we still remember you, Haley Joel. We love you. Um, um, now, by the way, this movie at one point was uh, going to star uh, John Travolta and be directed by Curtis Hansen, uh, but then that, wow. then that didn't happen. Uh, this movie also features Jeremy Piven. Uh, did, why does he get Stop his own Pippen? song? <laughs> I know, I was about to say, is this some other shithead we don't know about? <laughs> you know Jeremy Piven, he's from uh, PCU. I know Scott uh, Pippen. Yeah, yeah uh, Jeremy Piven mostly from Entourage, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah! I'm, I'm not that I kind of I never watched dude, a fucking you know? episode, ever. I have no fucking idea about anything. With No, but but no, this, I don't, I've never watched Entourage either, but it seems like a certain type of dude is the one that watches that. I'm yeah, not yeah. that type of dude. <laughs> Apparently neither am I. So uh, this is this is another one of those movies where Cage is offering people shitty candy. Care <laughs> oh, yeah. for a lifesaver? Lifesaver? Help yourself. <laughs> like fuck your goddamn! I don't want your lifesavers. I don't want your chiclets. I don't want your strawberry gum. I want a goddamn sweet tart. <laughs> Maybe they were laced with acid, and that's like why we I, we have the story. Would so you like a, a key? lot of acid? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this is this movie's really big on excrement. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yep, we, there's we have an awful uh, graphic diaper changing scene, and and uh, and dog shit is apparently a sub theme. Uh, for the the diaper changing scene, they use chocolate pud. I don't care what they use, goddammit. I don't want to see that shit. Oh, and when the kid pees, that actually happened. Yeah, because they do that. Babies are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't expecting it, but being the fucking star that he is, Cage just like treated just no, acted I know. through he's, it like a he's goddamn a seasoned boss. actor and he's a husband and father and whatever, you know, like and th- that's that's cool. It's just ew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is still pretty goddamn gross. Ew. But uh uh, this movie also has uh, Joel McKinnon Miller as Tommy, and he's the guy who plays Scully in Nine Nine. What's so, Nine Nine? Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's awesome. It's, a it's TV something show. kids on social media are all hip about. Yeah, what you, you doing? Oh, yeah. Is kids? Is that like them email the goddamn days? Yeah, um, <laughs> I got one of the iPods. Yeah, you heard one of the iPods. Yeah, what no, is this it, email you speak of? Yeah, I only it, know it, electronic like the messaging. <laughs> only it's like it got more than one tape in it. Yeah, y'all got uh. yourselves an iPod shuffle. I I'm gonna go be back to my living room and watch my stories though. I don't know about this here Netflix. Uh, yeah, my email is thickbootylover at compuserve.com. <laughs> at prodigy. I got me one of them AOL CD. Couldn't figure out though. It didn't sound like nothing my CD player. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I threw it in the microwave. <laughs> uh so apparently Jeremy Piven kept cracking Cage up in their scenes and like and vice versa. Just like Ranger Bob. It was pretty goddamn amazing though, because if you if you get the DVD uh with the outtakes, you Aww. get to hear um okay, so they, they were taking one scene over and over and over and over again because Cage kept cracking up or uh Jeremy Piven would end up cracking up. And so eventually 
Cage uh, told Jeremy Piven to hit him, to punch him. <laughs> but unfortunately, it's all off camera. And he says, he says, punch me, punch me. And so he, he punches him. me as hard as you can. And yeah, basically, because then he says, oh, harder, harder. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I need to see this. It God was just it, like the, the scene in Rolling Thunder. It's like, come on, make the ribs crack. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but uh yeah tie yeah, me up a little bit that. better okay now spit on me and, but we do get to step see... on my ball <laughs> <laughs> no put on the high heels yeah <laughs> no 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 i'm not gonna laugh <laughs> at one point we did get to see him slapping himself though so that was pretty great um so yeah that's how he uh gets serious but uh apparently and don't forget this movie set in joycey it's in joycey that's right um i guess most of their uh exterior shots were in teaneck and uh most of the uh interior shots were in burbank the interior shots were up my ass that's where they was hell (laughs) (laughs) oh um yeah, Burbank is of, where Warner Brothers Studios is. Fun little bit of trivia, um, apparently. Uh, so they, they had a lot of fake snow for the yeah. uh, exterior shots. And uh, the one scene where um, Cage just kind of you know, just kind of woke up and it was Christmas and mm-hmm. he's trying to find his, his way... Tried to come yeah, across like, his head. Yeah. And he goes out uh, to his, tries to go back to his condo and to his uh, his workplace. And then he's he comes back to find uh, Arnie when he's like uh, out on the street. There's uh, that shot was was in Teaneck and they, they covered most of the houses. I think like all of the houses except for one and that um, on that street. Just for the the filming with the the the, the fake snow, mm-hmm. and the woman who owned the house that did not have snow, she called nine one one because she was so confused because all the other houses had snow and she didn't, so she thought she I should call nine one one. My house, <laughs> like, like what the fuck. I, Why would you call if all the if all the houses had snow and mine didn't? I would just you know praise Allah. I mean, like that'd be great. You know, like fuck, no complaint here. Shit, you know. Especially if my car didn't have snow on it. Apparently, you know? and it vanished from the road before me. You know? The storm skipped everyone's house except for her. <laughs> you, you don't know you what know? it's like, Joe. They That's had fun, no uh, warning. That's a fun Washington story. It's one of the contestants on American Idol, uh, Sanji, I think it was. Sanjay. The dude that had the poofy hair. How I think it was his parents were arrested for growing pot because they were the only house during our great snowstorm when everyone was snowed in that still not only had power, but was the only house with no snow on it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the cops took notice. <laughs> Oh, nice. Uh, so, uh, back off, yeah, Fuzz. Huh? I said, back off, Fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> it's legal now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, 
Yeah, in, in most states, actually, in some form or another. Yeah, I am. It's like, it's like a, that, that, that made a reversal. Um, uh, not so, so legal to, to uh, grow it without uh, proper registration, licensing, whatever. Uh, and yet but, Nick uh, Cage is still allowed to make these movies. So uh, the, we, we, got, we got kind of a Nicolas Cage uh, 10 years later callback uh, in this movie because the soundtrack features Chris Isaac's uh, Wicked Game uh, that yeah. was in uh, oh, Wild at Heart because there's the, there's the part in the bedroom where they're going to have love night. And I want to <laughs> fall in love. Oh, sweet Jesus. Please Would leave my you? socks alone. <laughs> <laughs> How can you look at life. me like you haven't seen me in 13 years? Well, basically, I haven't seen you in 13 years. I want to take it as that you're being all husbandly. I want to put lipstick on to make tonight special. <laughs> oh, you fell asleep. Yeah, you <laughs> Tell me what I've always wanted to hear. You're a bad girl. And you need a spanking. <laughs> it's like, that's not what I want to hear, Jack. We're all domestic and cute. We say we love each other and we don't have sex now, drives. That's my favorite part of this is when he decided to turn this movie into Groundhog Day and he sees the horny redhead. He's like, huh, I think she's acting like we banged. I'm going to ask her. And then gets her to confess to having a secret fucking crush on him, wanting to bone. Gets it out of her really quick and then it nearly happens. (laughs) That's what happened in real life. (laughs) But he, he fucking gets her to admit it and then tells his friend, oh, yeah, she totally wants to bang me. I should get her address. I want to bang her. <laughs> I like, want to bang her. Yeah, he's like, it's not my life, so it doesn't do matter I what I do here. Yeah, no, I, th- yeah. yeah, that's 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 the running theme here. You know, it's kind of a dream situation where you're in a different version of your life. And, like, he's got the daughter, and the daughter has figured out that daddy is different. It's like, you must be an alien. I'm going to speak to you as if you were an alien. You <laughs> Can you make me chocolate milk, motherfucker? This is like that one part in the last Starfighter where they send the android substitute. I'm just checking for consistency here. <laughs> now you go to Adam Sandler. School, when did you get here? And now you work at the tire store, and and you can do it. <laughs> That's right. This uh, movie needed more Rob Schneider. That's right. Oh, this world needs less Rob Schneider. Um, I feel like this figured... movie needed a little bit more Rob Schneider. Oh Lord. And some David Spade. Uh, oh, I figured God. that it's it's obviously uh and a uh it's a wonderful life slash scrooged reboot of Vampire's Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> like without uh-huh. the vampires. <laughs> and in fact, like <laughs> one point. <laughs> Like he even says, like uh, he he says something very very much like uh, like his character in Vampire's Kiss, where he says like, oh, "With all the mumbo jumbo." <laughs> I thought you were gonna say when he started telling his wife what she wanted to hear. That's tortures of the damn. Tortures of the damn. We do get cage caging, by the way, for people who are watching for that. Un- yeah. un- unlike uh, mm. far more than we got in uh, in Gone in sixty seconds. So two thousand. Maybe the worst year ever, but this is better than Gone in 60 Seconds. Well, yeah. both uh, Brett Ratner and um, and the producers actually kept likening Cage to Jimmy Stewart again. So I think Which this is, is just another but, but, one of those. Well, I think well, they did they did uh, better than that other fella did though uh, Bergman because uh, yeah. it, it it isn't it isn't like in in fucking it could happen to you where they try to push that too literally. More Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you know, you know something, Hallie. I feel like I can, it's Christmas. I, I, it's the strangest thing, you know. And it might be the man who shot Liberty Valance. Oh, you're a, you're <laughs> a bad girl. Can't quite oh. put my finger on it, but if you just put on a blonde wig and get all made up like you were before when you when you when you did that murder, that'd just be oh, that'd be a real humdinger. I'm so hot for you. <laughs> You're a painted up whore now. Spank my ass. <laughs> How come they never tried oh. to use uh, Nicholas Cage's Cary Grant? Riddle me that one. Because <laughs> that would be too hot. All wet paint and no telephone yet. <laughs> By the way, we get Cage singing again. Yay. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning, when he's Rich Man Cage, we get him doing opera. And then uh, when when he's domestic cage, we get him singing to to uh, to Tia Leone on her birthday, singing uh, la 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 la. I love you. He's domesticated. Yeah. <laughs> Many guys come to you with a line that wasn't true, and you pass them by. Pass them STDs. By. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a song to sing. <laughs> Fa 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 fuck you. <laughs> more more cage movies need soul soundtracks. I gotta say, yeah, yeah. I'll agree with that. Yeah, and uh, and uh, and not those uh, gone in sixty seconds soundtracks. Oh God! I guess I, guess I, I didn't, didn't know. know. <laughs> Satellite cage radio. <laughs> <laughs> cage for this so uh he added some things to the script to kind of court him he uh knew that he loved wines and uh good suits and no uh, honey so- that's a 200 hundred dollar bottle no <laughs> 800 no no <laughs> i can't have nothing i like this is dumb so, you look yeah. great in that suit it's two thousand dollars fuck you <laughs> we're having some beautiful he- fillets yes he actually added things to the script like that that bottle of Lafitte just to just to get his attention. Wow. Uh, like Apparently the wine. It all worked out. Uh he even found out what watch he likes and put that in there. Wow. Well, okay, uh, give it to Brett Ratner. He's a clever man. You know, he 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 makes a lot of Hollywood pap, but um well, yeah. Cage didn't really want to do it at first, and uh, and uh, he said that he would do a, a table read, but then uh, his his agent called the day before saying, like, uh, he didn't want to waste your time, and it, it's not really the movie he's looking for right now. Um, you know, he doesn't want to do, like, a, a romant- romantic comedy. But then he found out that Don Cheadle was involved, and... Oh, shit. Um, well, that makes yeah, sense. And they they just like really really courted the hell out of Even him. Even though he only gets like two scenes with Don Cheadle, yeah, two, two and a half, you know, kind of Cheadleless. Yeah, 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 yeah. us. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of weird, right? They have Don Cheadle as the the magical mystical black man who is able to control time and space and give him the glimpse, as they say. And uh, they don't they don't really elaborate on on mythology or anything. It's just it remains sort of symbolic in the background. I want to believe it was a demon. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, sure. Yeah. 
Those were demon kids. It's just like uh, one of those super dickery covers where Superman all of a sudden has a wife and children, and uh, he's indifferent to Lois Lane getting tied up on the railroad tracks. <laughs> Go back to Netflix, Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to unleash my evil now. I have a, a question about uh, him being a, an angel or demon or whatever. Um so oh my god it's a sequel to frailty don't ask me how or why (laughs) (laughs) you demon oh my god Uh, so if uh okay don Cheadle seems to be his character seems to be um cash seems to be like taking uh account of how people behave and like He, yeah, the lady the, pays um, him with a dollar bill, and he acts like it was a ten dollar bill, and gives her change for a ten dollar bill, and and she just takes it. He's like, "Look what character for nine bucks, stupid bitch." <laughs> and he wrote it. He, yeah, he wrote it down, and like he's making note of it. So that makes me wonder: is he get? Is he like an angel? Is he gonna report back and insist? Mm-hmm. Like, is he gonna judge her when he's she dies? Santa. Is he gonna send her to just hell? Figure it you? out. He's Santa. He's magic Santa. <laughs> Are you suggesting that John Cheadle or Don Cheadle isn't an angel? <laughs> well, I'm not talking about IRL. <laughs> but 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 is he about to damn her? Like I I need to know, you know these things. Yeah, over the I end would, credits, oh. it's just a shot of her suffering and rotting slowly. <laughs> See, that's something they could have done, just like with your SEAL videos. They could have just inserted Don Cheadle, like the fucking Babadook or some shit, into the background (laughs) of scenes in the movie. And at the very end, they have a realization that he's a demon that's been in the background the whole time. (laughs) Cheadle. Bitch, I will slap the spit out your mouth. <laughs> the cum out your Don mouth. Don Cheadle, he'll knock the butt snot out of you. Oh, Jesus. Yes, he will. Oh, man. Uh, you, know, you know what was conspicuously uh, missing from the soundtrack, though, was a certain Hall & Oates classic. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm a family man. And my bark is much worse than my bite. <laughs> now that's your elf man. <laughs> she had sultry eyes. <laughs> you know, he he wakes up with that loose woman. You know, it's, it's, it all fits in. Whatever. That woman with and loose morals. That, that's, now it's that's time right. for the sultry tones of Adrian Smith. gotta be aware of the demons people were kind of concerned with travel a lot in this film too everyone's talking about traffic and how long it takes to get to point a to point b a lot yeah yeah that's yeah that's the the recurring the recurring thing there and they're always popping up at the airport and it's 2000 so you could just kind of boogie on up to the gate if you wanted to and security wasn't much of a thing and i really 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 miss that me yeah. too. Yeah, kind of like on a uh, uh, fucking um, uh, honeymoon in Vegas, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which, which they reference in this, by the way. When 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 he's bowling, he sucks because he doesn't remember how to bowl because he's he's inwardly not domestic cage. He's like, "Come on, you could do this. You jumped out of an airplane over the Mojave Desert. You could do this. You're better than the sport." 
And that scene actually had a couple problems. Uh, first of all, it had that that guy, the friend who just had a triple bypass. Like, what the fuck is motherfucker what? bowling they, for? They, they, they I know, it, right? Well, remember, at one point he's at the tire store and they say it's the Valentine's Day special. Oh. So some time has gone by. Like, you know. It's the midnight special. <laughs> they still had like the fake snow though i don't know because uh, it's jersey in february still yeah. winter well um also they don't explain how uh how um uh the character of tommy like broke his arm but because he's yeah, just yeah. there with like a, a cast and a sling and it's like well okay uh well he uh you see yeah he was he was trying to get the pay from a hoe and she was holding out on him and he slapped her a little too hard and he dislocated his shit you know you didn't as you do he'll just throw a bag on it and she'll be fine she'll be back working in no time you know you didn't see him at the end when he said god bless us everyone (laughs) (laughs) merry christmas you beautiful old train Merry Christmas, you beautiful whore! (laughs) That's right, we're racing with the moon all over again. I told you to stop calling me that! (laughs) Speaking of whores, are we ready for our interlude here? uh, We got some facing-offs to do. Are we ready for a strange interlude? Oh, no, no. First we have... I want his clothes. Off! Close off. Oh, did we get that? No, well, you get kind of sort of close. Cage dancing in like his underwear. Yeah, yeah, dancing and singing in his undies. Um, and, um, well, there was one shot of nudity, but unfortunately it it was a child's peen. And, uh, nobody wants that. Ah. Nobody wants that. But, uh, uh, also, uh, I noticed that in Cage's, uh, condo or apartment, whatever, he had some really bizarre crotch shots for art. Yeah. (laughs) Boy, that should be art. I was like, oh, okay. Um, Man knows what he likes. New York state of mind. (laughs) (laughs) And he likes Virginia. (laughs) Virginia. Um, and we get the shot of, uh, Taya Leone dancing nudie, uh, in, in the shower, although it's all, Singing you along know, to Beast of Burden. Yeah. 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 But, um, but I was thinking like, damn girl, get it. And then I found out that she had just given birth and uh, I believe she had just given birth to D- David Duchovny's child. So no, just David thought, Duchovny. <laughs> they were kind of freaky back then oh god uh, then i i thought like oh fuck you taylor (laughs) yeah i don't i don't fucking look like that and i i i I don't have any excuse like having children god damn it so yeah yeah damn she's 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 got it going on but she can also Um, go fuck herself for being so fine well you know it's okay her career is basically over yeah. yeah. She doesn't really do movies anymore. She's Madam Secretary now. Madam. <laughs> I've never so, seen um, that show. I don't know. Is, is that is that good? No, no, no. I've never mm-hmm. seen it. I have no fucking clue. There's a show called Madam Secretary, everybody. And if you want to. Last time yeah. I saw her, she was in uh, Twin Peaks The Revival. 
But uh, I should not forget to say that uh, Don Cheadle said uh, that what he wanted from the movie was he wanted to have uh, three, he wanted to play three different characters. So, um, so you get that with the Cash character because, like, at, at one point he's testing the um, the the uh, Quickie Mart guys and yeah yeah he's doing the doing the lotto ticket yeah and yeah and, and seeing if they'll like racially profile him and right and, and that... uh and the clerk is like hurry up and buy yeah <laughs> and he wants to see if he's they're gonna just like assume that he's scamming them and then uh and then you get the the one where he's in cage's car and um cage's you know car. he's He's kind of playing Cage in that <laughs> in that scene, and then uh, later on, he's the uh, he's the I guess guy working behind the counter in another Quickie Mart. Oh my God, the evolution is complete! It is complete. But uh, yeah, so I figured I'm sorry, that's Donnie. the kind of thing that would have attracted Cage to this, since he's you know like kind of like in Face Off, playing two different versions of the same guy. Yeah, yeah. you would think that he'd be up for, or he'd be like more up for doing that. But, uh, Donnie, did you want to start us off with Face Off? Well, that kind of depends, because originally I was thinking this would have been really fun if, like, Nick Cage and Jim Carrey were still friends, and they decided to trade movies. Like, Jim Carrey's like, oh, hey, you can totally be in Liar Liar, and I'll go and do Family Man. And that would have been something interesting. But instead, I would like to recast this movie a little more realistically, and in Cage's part, we would have Vin Diesel, and then we have uh, Michelle Rodriguez Family. as the wife, and as oh, her father, we would have Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and yeah, Rosa. It would be Hogan's tires. <laughs> and it would be really, really fun. And we could have tiny listeners. Never know he had that heart attack. He's still ripping his shirt off like a champ. Yeah, you have Tiny Lister playing his business associate who he walks all over when he's a mean, mean man. That way it's funny because he's so huge and he's such a broken man. Can I get a tire discount? (laughs) (laughs) Zeus doesn't balance tires. Jesus Christ. (laughs) That's the stuff of nightmares. Thank you. Uh, Adrian, did you have anybody? Uh, well, you know, I, I didn't have anything too plain, but, uh, it, when, uh, when Cage goes into his office at the tire store, he opens the drawer and finds a bottle. So it's yeah. a kind of al- alcoholism theme there. And, you know, being oh, the totally. sensitive modern type that I am, uh, I figured we'd, we'd, uh, cue in on that and use that for a theme. So, um, I'm figuring, uh, for Cage's character, Jack Lemon. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, no, and I'm uh, thinking uh, for uh, the uh, father-in-law, Oliver Reed, you know, he'd rather like the booze. Um, yeah, uh, I'm thinking uh, for the angel guy, uh, Peter O'Toole. Um, yes. And uh, I, I'm thinking of, uh, for for the boss character there, uh, George C. Scott. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, see, uh, this is magical casting. So uh, for the wife, uh, Janis Joplin. Oh, I was hoping Lee Marvin. <laughs> and uh, for the uh, for the for the kids, uh, I I think uh, maybe uh, Brad Renfro and uh, 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 oh, fuck it, River Phoenix. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, I think I think that, that that about covers that one. All right, thoroughly. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Um, for me, uh, I just had, uh, as uh, simple Jack, I'm, I'm putting, uh, John Cusack, um, an oldie, but a goodie. Cusack. Cusack. <laughs> and Kate, I'm going to go either Nicole Kidman or Lisa Bonet. Bonet. And, um, as the kid, um, I, I, I want, uh, um, as the little girl, I, I was Hunt, thinking, right? yeah, well, how did you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, you quit any time I want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I was going to go Arnold Schwarzenegger. But yeah. It's a sequel so. to Junior. <laughs> Junior. <laughs> but uh, were you guys able to find any sort of... I'm to live to see you eat that contract, but you better save room for your fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and find your fucking spine. <laughs> the- they did a very good job. I couldn't find any wisdom because I uh, really did pay attention to this, but I was also drinking a little bit of tequila and I cannot remember 90% of this movie. That's, I just know it happened. Yeah. It was a happening. Uh, that's right, you guys. It needed Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> As the, the, the Doesn't girl, anybody care is. about the Christmas? Come on, Don Cheadle. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> the aliens did such a good job. <laughs> Does anybody care about the good job? <laughs> the, the, in that case, Sam Jones would be the father-in-law. Hey. <laughs> he kind of talks that way anyway it's fine yeah. <laughs> were you able to find any sort of wisdom in all this adrian oh dear jesus christ oh fuck. oh yeah no uh apparently uh money is bad give it give it away to the uh, priestess you know and she'll bring you happiness oh. don't 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 have money you, you gotta you gotta give it give it to the priestess put an egg in a pillowcase but you know he he did do a lot of good with that money. Like I mean he he basically when uh, Don Cheadle's character pulls out the gun, he was able to well, like talk yeah. him down by no, giving him money. No, right? No, and he says like like, like do, you know like do, do, do you need anything help? And he's like, are you trying to save me? He's like, well, everybody needs something. And whereas when when the, the situation's reversed for him and he tries to go back to his building, his neighbor's like, you belong in a shelter. So yeah. like we know that for his strata, like he's not he's not a piece of shit. You know, it's, yeah. it's just I don't. But I don't know if the movie even understands that. You know what I'm saying? No. Like not not fully anyway. Um, hmm. You know well, there 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 are some problems. It could have been worse. Um, my wisdom is that money can't buy you happiness, except for when it does, which except is like totally um, all the time. Yeah. Money's they're gonna really make awesome. those same kids, and they're rich now, and they're gonna go forth mm-hmm, with the plan, mm-hmm. and it's gonna go even finer, even though they're 13 years older than when they started originally. Yeah. And uh yeah, money's going to be awesome. And uh speaking of which, you need to go to our Patreon page. <laughs> money will be awesome. Yes. Please, please support In us. In a world where money buys <laughs> happiness. We're going to be recording our first uh real bonus episode uh this this week actually. It's going to be bona fide. And- it's going to be awesome. And uh, yeah, so please, uh, if you like us, please help support us on our Patreon. 
And uh, please help other people find us by uh, going to Apple Podcast and rating and reviewing Cage's Kiss there. Um, while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. Uh, also, uh, tell all your friends uh, about us and uh, tell all your enemies about us. Share uh, your just, helpful just... suggestions. Yeah. Are, are, Phrased you... any which way. And do you t- like to talk to people at the bus stop and be that creepy person? Tell them about Cage's Kiss. Right, why not? Why not? Uh, so, yes, please follow, uh, listen, rate, review, uh, Cage's Kiss, just, just about anywhere so where you can find a uh, podcast. We're on uh, Pandora now. Oh, is that what happened? Oh. That's what happened. That's the haps, pal. Pandora, was that that one space movie? What with the Dennis Quaid? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, if you're on Podchaser, uh, if you can give us uh, a review and follow there, that would be awesome. Because uh, we're actually on a, a couple of the the uh, top-rated lists there, so uh, your help definitely uh, is appreciated. Stroke and... our ego cocks, please. <laughs> and go and watch please. a real Christmas movie <laughs> like Kirk Cameron Saving Christmas. Uh, parentheses if you hate yourself didn't Ernest have a a Santa Claus movie Ernest did save Christmas it was not as good as when he was scared stupid or went to jail though yeah true 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 Uh, not as hot Um, (laughs) speaking of which I I would like to give a shout out to Cynthia Verity from, I hope I'm saying that right, uh, from Demi World Podcast. Demi. An amazing podcast. Um, and <laughs> Captain Geech for giving us, for both giving us awesome reviews on Apple Podcasts. On we Demi really World? appreciate it. We love Did you guys. Did they ever cover Alberto Martino's The Tempter? I, I, I can suggest it. That's my favorite Exorcist <laughs> ripoff. <laughs> no, it's really badass. You guys should all see it. It has amazing sound design. I yeah. am adding it right now to my Good. list. Good. 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 It's from like 1974. Real square cut. Um, and while we're talking about awesomeness and all things awesome, I would like to tell you all about an, another amazing rad as hell podcast called verbal diorama (laughs) Um, uh, yes we're gonna get a giggle every time we say diorama (laughs) 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 Um, m the the one who hosts that show is fucking amazing she does these wonderful uh deep dives into movies and uh they're all pretty short episodes so i mean it's it's really like you can listen to a a bunch all in one day it's not the crushing investment that this show is exactly exactly and um she she really does her research you can tell and she's passionate about what she does um her episode on logan is fucking fire it's amazing check her out much like my (laughs) mixtape much like adrian's mixtape so uh adrian you got any plugs Oh, you can still find me as Leo the Fox on DeviantArt.com and as uh, A.A. Smith on YouTube on DeviantArt. We're uh, looking for submissions uh, for uh, the Dreadful Tales issue coming up for Halloween. Deadline is October 30th. If you're on there and you write stories or do pictures, get your ass over there. And that's about it for me. Yeah, to be in pictures. I'm still the boy who blew on RedTube. I'm also on Real Goals on Twitter, and that's all I got. That's all you got. That's all That's you all. need. 
<laughs> That'll do, pig. That'll do. Don't you know what it is to don that grease paint and go before those footlights and knock your dear little heart out? Uh, another shout out for Pod Nation. We love you and love your support. Thank you very much. And we will be seeing y'all next week with Captain Corelli's mandolin. Oh, God help us all. God help oh, I Adrian. prayed this day would never come. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck. Well, we're about halfway, so here we are. Yeah. Here we oh, are. God damn. Born to be king. Oh, shit. <laughs> Just balls. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, stupid, stupid ass race car movie, stupid ass Christmas movie, and now this fucking shit. Vinger uh, on your balls. I Coming at you next week. I ain't even drinking, but damn. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no kid was shot. Oh, dang it. Yeah, thank you, Donnie. Ring. I shot a kid. <laughs> God. Did you shoot the kid from this movie? I did. Oh, and yeah. I shot the lisp right out of her. It looked like a bullet, <laughs> like stuck right in me. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> but then I washed my own death to kill again. <laughs> All right. Can I'm anything stopping. stop the family man? <laughs> Garbage day. <laughs> Oh my god I could eat a page for hours. Please. <laughs> <laughs>